Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only color fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Certainly is crunch time thanks to Red Rooster's new crunchy fried chicken available at selected restaurants and the all-new seven-seat Isuzu MUX. Exhilarating, exceptional, extraordinary. Search all new MUX. Welcome to our listeners, SEN SA 1629. Let us know where you're listening to Crunch Time. Download the SEN app and listen to Crunch Time anytime, anywhere. Um, you can catch up on the podcast as well if you so wish. Uh, fair enough, boys. Hope it's a great game and may the best team win, says Cole. Yeah, we're talking about uh, the Melbourne Storm taking on the Panthers. Just before we move on to that game in, in more detail, boys, let's uh, wrap up the season, which is uh, the Manly Seagulls. It started with Harry on the course, and, and, and I stand by this. <laughs> I honestly, believe, last year, the best player in the comp was Nathan Cleary. He didn't win the Dallium. That's a topic for another day. Mm. But he was the best player in the competition, and it happened after the TikTok incident mm. at the start of the year. It was a COVID situation. He broke the protocols, and he was under a lot of scrutiny and pressure at the time. Comes out to have the best season of his life. This year, at the start of the year, Harry on the Corso situation. <laughs> but honestly, boys, and that happened with him on the source, if that incident doesn't happen, right, mm. I don't believe that Tommy Turbo has a season he has mm. to this extreme. I reckon it was that incident yeah. which kept him sidelined for a while, got him off the source, yep. and Harry on the Corso has a big say in why Tommy Turbo will win the Dallium. What do you think about that? I think the big question is who signed Harry? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he flogged him. Didn't he flog yeah, him? Yeah, he was quick. He was quick, yeah. So, um, look, I'm not sure whether, yeah. it, whether he would have been worse or better, but, um, I mean, it did show how vital he is in the side, that's oh, for sure. Absolutely. Also proves that he, he pulled his head in a bit, didn't he? Yeah. As you spoke about, he pulled his head in, worried about his own game, and yep. every time he played footy, so, oh, it's, it's like them playing backyard footy. They've done this all before. I thought I thought at one stage um, the defence was just really poor. I really did. I thought the defense, how can so many players miss Tom? How can they just miss him? But then he did it week after week after week. And I said, hang on, maybe yeah. it, uh, maybe he's he's pretty good at running the ball. Even last night, too, was how he gets around players. For oh. such a big man, like he's six foot five, he's 105 kilo. God, he can move. Just so so long legs. He's just got fantastic I thought spread. you were going to say he reminded Reminded of yourself when well, you were a young man. Well, I was a young bloke, I had a bit of spoon. You were 5'8", weren't you? Yeah, up until I was 18. That's where the kicking game came in. But <laughs> um, <laughs> had a bit of pace back then, but then uh, everything just started growing. For those uh, joining us for the first time, I might just reintroduce our guests, uh, Mark Spud, Carol and Jeff Tuvian. I'll introduce them, by the way, of Scanlon Footy Cards. Oh, yes. By the way, yes. uh, best text. We might even get the boys to sign these and we'll send them out to you. There's a Des Hasler one here as well. Uh, this one here, um, Tuvi is one of the brightest young prospects in the Manly Stable of Champions. He was blooded successfully in the first grade in 1988 mm. and proved elusive. Every time he was fed the ball, only small in size, but already not afraid to deck the biggest players with copybook defence. What Mate. weight do they have yet? Do they have a weight? No, your, your one doesn't have weight uh, uh, on this one. I'll, there you go there. I'll tell you what. Uh, sure. Do you want that? No, I've got one, I think. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I got graded <laughs> in 86 at Penrith. 
Uh, 87 I played against Tubes and also a bloke called Paul Shaw. And you look oh, at Tubes and Shaw and you think, I'm just going to run over you. So I kept running at this old man. Yeah. Right? He picked me up that many times and dumped me so bloody hard. <laughs> and he got me in trouble when I got the Manly because I got the Manly in 94 and I wanted to try and come out the line and hit someone. Yeah. And he'd be in there with me. He'd be there before me. Wow. And then at halftime, Bozo's going, mate, you're going to do some defence. I said, get him out of my face. Tubes, was that a, were you born with that? Like, were you, from the youngest age, were you always loving your defence or did it come later in life? Oh, no, I, I think it was just a, a necessity. I once, I once said to, um, I told the story the other day as well, um, I said to Mel Manier, I was sitting there, Mel, I said, Mel, why did you always run at me for? He goes, <laughs> well, Jeff, I got the, like, he'd run, he'd get the ball from a kick down yeah. field. He'd run 40 metres across field or 30 metres across field, pick the spot man, go to me. He goes, because, Jeff, I knew you weren't going to hurt me. I said, oh, yes. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah, yeah, so I knew you weren't going to hurt me. I said, oh, that'd be right. Keep running with big mouth. Laughing at us, you know, and you go into a talk here and there. Who was the toughest player? And I was, you know, my little man over here, Jeff Tooby. Yeah. With anyone who's got Chloe Fowler's as a halfback, say no more. What, what position do you like playing the most, Tooves? Oh, look, it, it didn't, didn't matter where, what position I liked the most. The game changed so much. I mean, I went from when it was um, semi-professional, obviously through the 80s and 90s, to professional through the late 90s and the 2000s. And I evolved, my position evolved from halfback. Um, I was never the most skillful or the, the fastest or obviously the biggest or the strongest, um, but I was always competitive. Mm. So my role changed from being a halfback that was just competitive with less skills than others Thanks, Joey Johns. And then, <laughs> then I moved into hooker, which was more suited to my style of game, which was running, yeah. tackling, cleaning Energy. up. Yeah, that sort of stuff. So the game changed so much that, that, that my position had to change. So it lengthened my career. It lengthened my rep career too by three or four years. Is there a player you see playing today? And I'll ask you the same thing, Spud. Mm. Is there a player you see today that you, you think has similar qualities to what you had uh, when you played? And Spud, same for you. Is there a player mm. who stands out? Well, I'd like to think it was um, someone like a monster, but he has, he's got too much school yeah. for me. <laughs> but um, I like What about Happy Coruscant or someone? Oh, or, uh... I love Happy. I love Happy. I think he's the big difference that when he went to Penrith. He was the main reason they turned that um, this, this season around mm. or the last couple of seasons around. I think he's been a, probably the buy of the last couple of years for them. Um, he's a great player. They're not really... I, I always like to compare myself with someone who's more handsome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, like I said, I was lucky enough for the New South Wales Cup. There was no one down there who was a Jeff Tooby wow. come out and knock on the door to play first grade, tough, whatever. Uh, player, you know, size-wise, you look at the size of Tooves. I think Victor Radley. I know he's not yeah. the world's biggest man. Are you, are you talking about Tooves? Yeah, Tooves. Yeah. Like, you know, it's just pound for pound he's the best ever. Yeah. Um, but I think compare these days to some other players out there, there's no one out what there. What about you, Spud? Who, who reminds you of you or closest to you in the style? Or who do you enjoy watching? You go, yeah, that's... I had similar attributes to that particular player. Is there anyone that comes yeah, there to is. mind? Um, probably um, Toby Rudolph. Oh, yeah. Toby Rudolph. Um, back then in the days, just you know, running from the back fence, running as hard as you can. That's yeah. how I was being brought up. You know, my, 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 I've had many sort of people I used to copy my game off. One of those was Jeff Robinson from the Canterbury Bulldogs. You know, Robo with the, you know, the hair ablaze. And I had massive hair when I was young. Like running yeah. as hard as I could. And the, and the rules of the game, the hardy run, you don't get hurt. But then when I got the manly, I had to cut my bloody hair off. <laughs> and get rid of your moustache. And my mow and everything else. And the shoulder terrible, pads and the head. It was a terrible oh, grub you had on the head. It was a good mow. Oh, look at it. And it the was a great mow. <laughs> it comes, he goes, the first yeah. thing, what did Bozo say to you? The first thing, get rid of the mow yeah. and get rid of the head gear. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is... The, now, so, if, you ever, if you ever look at that photo, that photo you just shown, that, yeah. was the, that was the year of 1990, okay? Yeah. 
I then went on the kangaroo tour. I came back at 115 kilos. But on that much weight, it was ridiculous. You, uh, yeah, you're quite lean in this one. I'll tell you, so as I said, best text messages mm. uh, or calls for that matter. We'll get twos, and uh, I'm not quite sure what year this card is of twos. Maybe it's 89 or 90, perhaps. Uh, but this one of yours, Spud, is the 92 series, mm. and it says, um, well, it says more factual stuff. So it says. Career highlights, playing for Australia for the first time in parks yep. in 1990, going on the 1990 Kangaroo Tour, representing City first in 1990 and 1991, and being named South Player of the Year in 1990. So mm. there you go. Um, we'll get to the best car, the best uh, text or call. We'll get uh, Tuves and Spud to sign those, and we'll flick those out to you. Dear Sugar, I feel your vibes with the Panthers. This final series seems quite synced to 2015. The Broncos with Wayne at the helm beat the Cowboys in week one, 16 points to 12. Broncos had the week off and won almost comfortably at Suncorp in the prelim. I can see Nathan Cleary kicking the winning field goal against South in a grand final. Absolute thriller. I love Johnny Bravo and Tooves on the show. Sorry for the Herman. Will from Wynnum. Yeah, so uh, Herman is an S-E-S-E. If, they, if an essay is too long, they call it a Herman. So Will from Wynnum's on that one. No, well done to you, Will. Uh, yeah, may, maybe. maybe. I, I don't know why. I, I, maybe I'm way off the mark, but I'm very, very confident the Panthers are going to find their way through to a grand final. But I could be completely wrong. I could be completely wrong. Mm. Have your say. 0457 736 736 is the way to do that. So in a nutshell, boys, how are we, how are we wrapping up the Manly Seagull season? They go out in a prelim final. Pass, Mark? Yeah, I sent Desi a text uh, this morning to say, look, should be congratulated for the year he had. They started to come out of the block slow, none from four from the first first part of the season, then to finish up in the top four. Uh, but at the end of the day, too much drop ball, too many basic errors, and uh, they'll learn from the experience. But, yeah, I'll give him a, I'll give him a pass. Uh, this one comes through. Uh, Tooves equals Jake Friend and Damien Cook. Uh, combination between those. The Spud equals Regan Campbell-Gillard and a combination of Jared Weir Hargreaves. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Yeah, that one comes cool. through there. So that's uh, the thing is with that. We try to get Tubes on to have a chat. You think you'd want to get on and have a have a bit of a chat to myself and Tubes? And I sent him a text. I said, "Mate, guess what? I'm also going to save you some money. Yeah, we're going to ring you." Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you say sorry? Uh, no, he said he can't wait to see Tubes and go fishing. Oh, because he got his boat. He wants it back. Yeah, we we go fishing from time to time when when he's got time, which is never. Yeah. Uh, for twos, I'd say the cheese boys, complete energizer yeah. buzzy. That one coming through there. Hey boys, I'm 42 and twos has to be the toughest back come hooker I've ever seen. Uh, well played, Mr. Tuvi, and I hated Manly. Says the tool man. Uh, plenty of those coming through here on the text line. Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. You talk about like you know twos, but the thing is, um, you know they made uh, you know he's an immortal, you know Andrew Johns, and he was a fantastic player. But it was probably the last five years of his career that he actually. Got a hold of the game. We were all retired. But Tubes in 1995, when we won the World Cup, against all odds, he was halfback and, and, and the Joey was hooker. So there you go. There you go. Uh, Tubes, what was your – I've asked Spud this question before, yeah. but what would you say your – if you could relive one rugby league moment, what would it be? Oh, that's a tough That's a tough question. Yeah. We're talking about um, park football as well. Whatever you like, mate. <laughs> Even coaching. Like, well, Before we answer that, yeah. what was it like when – and I haven't got the, the game in front of me, but when you win as a coach in the prelim and you're off to a grand final, what was that feeling like? Uh, that, that was fantastic. But, I mean, I'm, I was more pleased for the players themselves. I mean, being a coach, um, you obviously got separation between um, when you played in yeah. the past. And you want to be on the field, but you, you can't. You've got to sit back and, and let them do their things on the field. And that's the frustrating thing as a coach so when when there's a victory or a loss, 
you can't partake in that victory or loss the same way as the player does. You've got to sit back a bit. So I, I'd like to sit. I always like to sit back and let them either live the moment for themselves, whether it be good or bad. Yeah. You, know? you go up and put your arm around them when they lost. Yep. And you can go up and hand them a beer or a champagne bottle when they win. But you, to participate in the win itself um, is very difficult for me as a coach. Did you? Were you far more nervous as a player than a coach for a grand final? No, no. As a coach, it's really frustrating. I told this story the other day too. I was once, might have been one of the semis, and we were, um, I got so distressed at one time, I could feel the, I could feel it, the systems, the motion coming through my body that I was wow. going to faint. I was oh, going wow. to, like the pins and needles coming through my head. I said, God, I've got to calm down. 2013. In 13. Yeah. I've got to calm down, otherwise I'm, I'm going to actually faint in the wow. box. Um, <laughs> No wonder the uh, the TV uh, cameras always were pinned on the box with me when I was in there. But um, look, I think look, it's very nerve wracking in the box as a coach. Mm. I'd much rather be a player. Yeah, but talking uh, about coaches last night, just see what one time they scanned the box with Desi. Oh mate, it was outstanding. It was great vision. He's like slamming these things on the ground. But I used to love tubes. The emotion, that's passion. Yeah, that's love for the game. That's love for his players. Well, actually, uh, incidentally, you actually beat South Sydney uh, on the way to the grand final in oh. the prelim. So that was a team with Adam Reynolds and and, and those well, sort of boys. That 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 game, they they actually came out. They were leading by it was eight nil. I thought we were in trouble here, and then um, all of a sudden, um, yeah, halftime, fourteen points to six. Yeah, they they ran out of puff, and then I asked someone quite a time later. I said, "Well, how come you guys just ran out of puff? What happened?" There? Apparently, they were doing three wrestling sessions oh. a week into the, into the semifinals. But in saying that, I think they learned their lesson, and the next year they won the comp. So, What was in that grand final of 2013? Was, it, was there something you felt you got wrong, or was there a big moment of the match where you thought, uh, oh, no, that was a big turning point? Or I, I just thought um, we had, we'd had a lot of success in the previous years before, <laughs> beforehand. So I just believe that we probably had a, 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 a not a great bench that we should have had. Yeah. Um, we were a bit uh, strapped on the bench and then they brought Sonny Bill Williams up and those sort of things. Even though there was a three metre forward pass from him to score one of the tries. But I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm not dirty. No, I'm not dirty. No. No, I can't hear that. <laughs> so two, who was your favourite ever player to coach in that period at Manly? Um, hmm. It would have to be Glenn Stewart. Yeah. Um, he was never got the, the raps that his brother got. Yeah. Um, but he was a real footballer. He just he just competed. He wasn't athletically gifted in the sense like his brother was with speed, but he could play football. Yeah. He was tough. He could de- defend. He could attack, and he was a good good bloke to boot. So I just I think and he I coached him in the reserve grade when I was coaching reserve grade too. So he he went through the full system. Didn't go straight to the first grade so much like his brother, but again. He hung in there, and he he was a great player. He'd suit today's game too. Oh, he's he? a great player for me. Yeah, he's he a great, was a great player. player. Do you think uh, these those tubes, um, Jake Dvojevic, identical to him? Yeah, Jake, probably a, a bit more straight up and down than Glenn was, but yeah, like he's the heart and soul of the Manly Club for for mine. Um, and he, you can see him on the field when he's when he's um, directing the players and talking to the players. They stop and they listen to him. I mean, he's the one that's conducting those those group meetings, isn't he? He's there waving his finger, yep. and he's the one that's passionate. Yep. He's the one that's emotional. He's the one that says, hey, boys, follow me, follow me. Let's go this way. And he shows hurt when they lose. Oh, he, oh. he's devastated. But, yep. And that's what you want. You yep, want exactly. in your player. He's, he's a fantastic leader, um, and he's a great – 
Jake's bad game, his good game, his good game self story, his good game's an eight, his bad game's a seven. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, Sugar, if your turbo and Cleary Dally M theory is true on recent form, the Broncos are going to be up there and Milf should win the Dally M. Melbourne by eight tonight, says Damo. Uh, there you go there. Thank you very much, Damo. one 1170 By the way, uh, Alex Cecile, he's too good. Mm. Uh, after the game where Latrell Mitchell, it's clear that he's going to be ironed out for the season. Found it. They asked Wayne about that. Here's what he had to say. Do you think you can um, win this competition without your, your fullback? Um, we'll wait and see. We'll all have to wait and see for that. On a positive note for you, Wayne, I thought your middles tonight started the game really well. Particularly yeah, he goes on to say, Wayne, mm. he said this team is basically the best team he's had, even without yep. Latrell Mitchell. So um, he said, wait and see. Well, they can certainly get into the grand final. <laughs> the other he thing he that. said, Sugar, he keeps talking about he's had a really great year. His last two years is probably the best two years he's had in coaching, if you hear him talk. And it's just the players want to play for each other. They're working for each other. And you can see, I know they've been in uh, lockdown and been together for so long, but I think they're, out of all sides, they've probably gelled the best and they'll do anything for their side. And they're in the grand final, mate, looking back now to watch two sides bash each other last night, tonight, and hopefully it keeps going extra time. Oh, I think I think Wayne's really pleased with what he's done with the group because apart from Katie Walker and, and, and Reynolds, there's no real stars in this side. You know no. what I mean? There's no real, look at me, I, I'm, I'm a rep player. I've made New South Wales. I've played for Australia. He's got this this bunch of great players, got them to bond together, and they're they're in the grand final. Yeah, and that's why he's so pleased. I think that he's, he's taking this mob to the grand final. Yeah, I think even the bench. You, know, you talk about you know player signings. And Joe Arrow's been a good pickup. Yep. Um, he's pulled his head in, got rid of all that silly hair, and just pulled his head in. He's, he had a bit of a misdemeanor this year, but I think um, you know I was I've always been worried they never replaced the Sam Burgess. Someone like a Sam. A dictator through the middle, whacking blokes. But I think uh, Tom this this year has had his by far his best year. He's worried about his own game and he's had a great, great go forward. Alex Cecil's had his best year as well. He's found he's found this more from Wayne Bennett. He's a huge player for us, but you know we didn't have him last year in the playoffs. I think we're a better team than we were last year, um, and we're pretty good at you know getting other players to play well for us and put them in key positions. And that's what we're going to have to find if that if that happens as you, as you've suggested. So. You know, we've won a lot of games this year, a lot of players missing. Latrell missed a month of football earlier in the season. He missed one after the origin. Um, our greatest strength this year has been our squad. And I'll just have to go back and rely on the squad to get this job done. There you go. There you go, playing as a team. And that's what I mentioned. I think he's really happy with himself as a coach, bringing those, without those superstars, Latrell particularly, together and playing the way they are. It's just sensational. Yeah, absolutely. And, and this is the thing. I, I think, boys, that whoever wins this comp, whether it's Ivan, Craig Bellamy or Wayne Bennett, if Wayne Bennett wins the comp without a marquee player, mm. you know, having to go against these two great teams, whether it's Penrith <laughs> or whether it's... Well, he would have beaten Penrith and Melbourne if it goes that way or beaten Penrith twice. Uh, if he does that, it has to be his greatest achievement without a marquee player. If Ivan does it, he has to do it with his son being injured, beating yep. Bennett and Bellamy. And, of course, if Craig Bellamy does it, he goes back-to-back back after an immortal retires and Tino leaves and Suliasi Venavalu leaves. And, you know, it's it's massive for whichever coach achieves it, isn't it? No, it certainly is. But, you, Joel, I'll ask you, regards Wayne Bennett, 
Who do you think he'd prefer to play? He's, both these teams have put 50 on South. Remember them coming. Oh, they can't win the conference. They can't win. It made him go to a different level. Yeah. He then started concentrating on defence. Defence is everything in life. Your attack comes. Yeah. The old saying, if you get your defence right, your attack comes. They've got some amazing attack. Shaw's left. Now they're going scoring right side. They've got the full package at the moment. He'd be cheering on the Panthers tonight, wouldn't he? They beat him a couple of weeks ago too, do you reckon? If, if you're Wayne, are you, are you cheering? Well, what was your scenario? Did you know who you were playing when you won, or did you have to wait and see? No, I had to wait and see, but... Um, I don't. I don't think. I don't think he cares. It's the old story. He he wants them to go the um, a draw at full time. With an injury, play an extra five minutes. <laughs> yeah. um, bash the bejesus out of each other. Um, have to play on a Tuesday night That's again right. a rematch. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll, they'll play whoever's uh, whoever's yeah. left. Yeah. Um, I don't think he really cares. But um, and that's that'll be Wayne's. Um, philosophy, I think, going forward to the media at least. Mm. But I'm sure deep down. He'll, he'll have a team picked out that he'd rather play, yeah. yeah. Mm. yeah I, I think it's Penrith. What do you think, Spud, to that question? Mm. Yeah, I, I think Penrith. Yeah. I think um, yeah, Melbourne Storm, there's, yeah, there's got too many players that can aim up. 17 players, unbelievable. Yeah, Mark Nichols coming up too, uh, very, very shortly too, you uh, Bunnies fans. Uh, what Tooves just said nailed it. The teams that rely on one or two players don't win. It has to be who has each player, and they have to contribute. The Storm are full of consistent contributors, yeah. says Cole. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah. Uh, this one here is interesting. Um, is Liam Knight available for the Bunnies next week? He could be a big in. That must be hard to as a coach when you make a grand final. 25 players don't fit into 17. Yeah, it is, and it's a tough call, whoever you leave out. Um, just on another back thing, Liam Knight's a local manly yeah. player, actually. Um, yeah, he's... Had a few troubles as a younger man, but he's a great athlete and um, a pretty good, pretty handy football player. Um, he's doing well at South, which is fantastic. But, um, yeah, that's a big decision for, for Wayne to make. But like we said, and I think one of the, the uh, listeners said, you've got to get that balance right. Yeah. Who's the best balance to complement the team as a whole? And, and that's a difficult thing. And then once you make that decision... The next thing is you've got to tell whoever you're going to leave out, sorry, oh. you're, you're missing out of an you know, opportunity of a lifetime to play in a grand final. Thanks very much. That, that, that is such a tough conversation, isn't it? Like You work your absolute butt off all year. Uh, I know, speaking to Johnny Lang uh, and Colin Ward, he, he said Wardy, because Wardy was a bit insecure whether he'd be in the team for grand final if they were to make it, and he said, mate, don't rush yourself back because if you do your calf... It's very hard to come back, and you give up opportunities to other young kids. And Wardy rushed back because he was desperate to keep his spot in the team, and did his calf, and all of a sudden he's not their grand final day, and they win the comp. So uh, that story is uh, all too common, of course. Just going through the team as well. Just Jeez, I hope he's not listening to this anyway. <laughs> Wardy, you know, good fellow, Wardy. <laughs> He'd be a bit upset. Financial planner these days is doing fantastically well. I just think if you look at the South Bench, um, you know, they've got two players who are coming off. You know, Tom Burgess. He had uh, 14 carries, 129 metres, mm. uh, where Jairo do, do his work 13 for 111. Yeah, the, the week before, Tom was nearly man of the match off the bench. He had 20-odd yeah. carries and 200 metres, so he's got that in his game. Jacob Host would be the only one who would be a discussion, isn't it? But yeah, yeah I, I, he probably keeps the 17, doesn't he? Yep. I think he has to. Yeah. They were fantastic. And I'm not sure what the tactic is about having, um, having big um, Burgess off the bench. But it's working for him. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, absolutely. So he's starting with Totola, isn't he? Totola and Mark Nichols, who we're going to speak to Ooh. very, very shortly. Maybe he'll have some insights into it. Oh, won't he? What? Uh, will they have a few beers today, too, or not? 
I think they would, yeah. yeah. Wayne's not a party pooper, so no. but only a couple. Yeah. Don't go well, crazy. he won't be having any. Wayne, Wayne Bennett's a non-drinker, yeah. and he celebrates a grand final win with a Mars bar, apparently. That's the it. Mars bar. That's yeah. it. And his dancing it. technique. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez, it must be good fun, the grand final week. You can only imagine. Uh, actually, you know what? I will share something with you. I won a grand final the same, same day you won a grand final, and it was the same teams playing. I won the jersey flag against Manly. Frank Panisi was the coach. Yeah. The same uh, year that you beat St. George oh. in 1996 twos. Are you trying to say that you're much younger than me? Yes, you know? that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah, we <laughs> okay, both we both had a victory too, by the way, which was which was fantastic, fantastic there. Uh, would have loved to have yours though. Uh, who cares about the jersey flag? One three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to say that. Sugar and Spud. What about the uh, the partners at Tuves Accounting Firm? Uh, he'd get stuck into them. You never give them a thought. Fester says that, so he reckons he'd rip into them. Uh, very different, isn't it, an accounting firm to a rugby league environment? It too. is. Uh, Christopher and Jeffrey over there in um, in, in Pitt Street in Sydney. Yes, I'm um, giving them a rat. They said, if I don't give them a rat, they'll sack me. So there you What's go. What's the name of the place? Christopher and Jeffrey. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Are you yeah. wearing suit, suits these days? Or yes, I am. Yes, I am. Tie? No, no jackets. No tie. We're a tireless firm. That's yeah. Right. That's um, good. It's, it's been good the uh, last uh, few months. Uh, no one in town, so yeah. empty. Are you starting to feel like, I, I feel like people are getting tired of COVID. And slowly yeah. but surely it's returning. You're getting a bit more traffic out there. Are you feeling that? Uh, I'm a bit dirty. They cut the buses back. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there's a few more on the buses. There's, there's five or six now. Oh, there's far less buses, buses oh, coming. Yeah. Yeah. What about when you're on the bus and someone recognises that they ever sit down and annoy the shit out of you? No, it's COVID, but stay away. No, you still it's talk to someone on the meter, right? You'd be uh, on the B line, wouldn't you? No, yes, correct. Yeah. Um, but no, it's just quiet. Stay, stick to yourself. Well, why does Manly get the flashy bus? Like, Cronulla don't yeah. have the bloody <laughs> C line. Like, well, you, you mate, got the B line. It's a Manly bloody B line. They like, got, yeah, got the, the two story job. Mate, yeah. it'd be scary not. No, I couldn't go on that. And there's 400 buses a minute. Come, yeah. they've knocked it back to 200 buses a minute. And two's is off the bit. That's what they call God's country, mate. Oh, please. 1300 01170 is the way to have your say. You can also text <laughs> anytime you like. 0457 736 736. Uh, Rabbitohs fans, uh, one of your great front rowers is coming up. He's had some season, that's for sure. Mark Nichols, he'll be joining us uh, very, very shortly. And for you Rabbitohs fans, grab your 2021 Rabbitohs Grand Final merchandise from shop.rabbitohs.com.au. Mark Nichols coming up right after this. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.